0: Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD, streaming live at wordradio.com.
1: Levi Barnes III was reared in the city of Newark, New Jersey, and now currently resides in the township of Montclair with his wife and two daughters. Overall personal goal for this good brother is to assist generations of African-Americans to build wealth through the acquisition and maintenance of real estate. He's got a bunch of degrees from Seton Hall, from Virginia State and Babson College, but he's a former licensed realtor within the state of New Jersey for over 20 years. He's currently a referral agent. He previously was owner of several properties in the Kensington area here in Philadelphia. His areas of expertise include property management, maintenance and rehabilitation, property valuation and location. I'm not going to tell you the other things on his on his resume because he's trying to get at me even in the bio that he sent over to introduce him. But I do want to welcome to Evening Words, Mr. Levi Barnes. How you doing, good brother?
0: I'm doing well, brother. Uh, I'm, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Uh, you and your family, uh, are really responsible for who I am today. Oh, wow. Uh, one of the most educated families I've ever met in Newark and really, really, uh, assisted me with my aspiration, uh, to where I am today. So once again, Jimmy, thanks for, uh, having
1: me on your show this evening. Thank you, good brother. I appreciate you coming on because just to give you, to set the table for you a little bit, Levi. So we've, I mean, we talk about, a lot of black issues, but we, we, we do, it does come back to like economic development, economic empowerment. And, and I know you don't get a chance to listen every day, but we've had a lot of conversations about property ownership, about tax abatement real estate issues. You know, we've had some great guests talk about it, but also have had some great callers about it. And I think, you know, I, I just want you to reflect a little bit on how right now, how do you pursue this goal you have right that to assist generations of African-Americans built to build wealth through acquisition? Like, do you have a cheat sheet for this, a game plan for this? Like what's what's your approach to to, to to reaching that goal? Good brother. And then, of course, I want to talk a little bit about what you have already accomplished and done over the course of your career.
0: Okay, great. So uh, there's really no cheat sheet. There's no really fundamental, simplistic way. Number one, uh, and I know the old adage, and it sounds cordy, it's about location, right? Mm-hmm. Location, location, location. That's number one, right? So you understand your locations and what your dichotomy of what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So primarily what you want to do is look at, are you looking uh, for cash flow or are you looking for equity? So when I purchased properties in uh, the Kensington area, I was looking for equity at the time. I was not really looking for a cash flow. As long as I wasn't negative on my cash flow, I was fine. Even if I were making a, a hundred dollars or less. So hold to, on, on, hold on, Levi. Basis, Levi, I understand about, everything you, know, you say.
1: Hold on, hold on, brother. I understand everything you are saying, but I want you to break some of these things down. So you, when you're looking to purchase a property, you're trying to kind of determine the difference between cash versus a uh, cash flow versus equity. Break that down for folks. What do you mean by that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. So cash flow is
0: what you make on a, I'd say on a monthly basis. You can make some on a weekly basis, but on a monthly basis, when we're talking about rental properties. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to have extra income on a monthly basis, that's where you focus on cash flow. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking to invest in a property and sell a property, say five to 10 years after you purchase it, um, for a lot more than what you purchased it, purchased it for, that's what we call equity building. Mm-hmm. And so real simplistically, and you can get, get a little, if you want to get a cheat sheet out, you can get a piece of paper out. But if you were to purchase, say, uh, 10 properties at $30,000, that's $300,000, right? Mm-hmm. So if you double that and use other people's money to pay it, then you're at $600,000 and you multiply that increasingly. So in the area when I purchased uh, in, in Kensington, the average row home, and it was a really kind of rough area. And I mean, we're both from Newark, so we understand the rough areas, mm-hmm. um, you know, between thirty and $50,000 for row homes in those various areas. What year, was, mean, that? What year that was that? What year you was that, Levi? What year was that? You could actually do the mathematics on that very quickly, mm-hmm. Um, as well as the tax base was very low because uh, it's different in Philadelphia versus New Jersey, but it's primarily about building wealth that way and using other people's money. And oftentimes people say that and it's kind of a misnomer. What actually happens is you do invest some of your money, but then the rental pays the property off. So if you pay the property off, say in five years, $30,000, it's free and clear. So say if you sell it in 10 years for $60,000, you have definitely um, use other people's money to do it, but it's not a quick fix. Mm. It's real estate and it's about the location. Um, one of the things is tenants. Right. When, when I when you the main thing that I tell people now is really to get an understanding and vet your tenants mm-hmm. very well, mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. there is a different um, type of tenant nowadays that I've experienced. And I know like when we were growing up as kids, you, you stayed somewhere forever, like 10 to 15 years mm-hmm. and you never moved. So this this is different. We have people that like to move on a six month basis. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is make sure you properly vet your tenants and don't rush to do it. Because I know we want to get the, get the cash flow coming in, but don't rush to do it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna pause there for a second.
1: Yeah. Um, so so, questions so on that? yeah. I do a couple questions. One, what year what year was that when you were able to acquire those rundown row homes in Kensington for about thirty thousand uh, okay. dollars so probably about uh, probably about ten years ago. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not that's probably not possible right now. And I'm assuming that you probably use some of your own cash as well as um, you were able to 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 borrow to build as well.
0: Correct. I primarily used my own cash, and mm-hmm. and 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 you know, and one of the houses I do remember when I first started out, I did I was able to get a mortgage. I just levered leveraged my home. Uh, to get a mortgage on that, and 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 you know just kind of pay for it cash, and and, and did the repairs myself. So in the Kensington area, um, it was a lot lot cheaper at the time versus it now.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when you're when you're identifying areas to do this, and I want to talk a little bit more about economics of it, but when you're identifying areas to invest, because now you're you're more on the referral side of this. What are you looking for? I mean, obviously you want something that's affordable and at a price point where you can actually try to acquire it, but what else are you looking that's for? That's number one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What else are you looking so what for? What you're also trying to do is trying to forecast, and that's what valuation comes in, forecast where the, the, the area is going. So here in New Jersey, here's a, here's another aspect, and you know, everything is growing in leaps and bounds. The primary focus now is the train, right? And and I I didn't used to be as much, but everywhere there's a train in this area, the property values have more than quadruple. And just to give you an understanding, like an East Orange, the Brick Church area, right? Mm-hmm. That that area is just sprawling now with uh, apartment buildings and and. Everything that's near the train. So what I look for now is is simplistic um, things like condos, right? Mm-hmm. It's less to repair. You got minimal uh, damage that you can possibly do in a condo. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that I look at at now. So, uh, but the location in New Jersey is anything near a train line.
1: So, so Levi, that is, sounds counterintuitive to me because. You know, a lot of I used to think that people don't want to live near trains because it's too noisy. But (laughs) but but now people want to live near trains because they want the mobility. You got to remember, you got to remember, we're so close to, to new york so new
0: yorkers okay. have lived by trains their whole life so mm-hmm. the, you know there's a migration from new york to new jersey uh but no that that nah, noise is not even even an issue uh jimmy <laughs>
1: mm, 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 mm. so so that's one uh thing that you look at when you're when you're trying to i, I identify properties for for folks who are listening and they're trying to figure out like where where do I start? Do I try to save up some money? Do I try to see how much equity I have in a property that I own to leverage it the way that you did? Like, what's a good starting point for people who want to try to get into this, not in a gimmicky way, but like get into it as a way to to build wealth?
0: Right. I would definitely say save as much money as you possibly can. Um, I recommend, you know, if you could go into a partnership with someone, that would, you know, minimize your risk. But I would say definitely, and and I mean, it kind of sounds boring, but you do need uh, money to invest in real estate gone to the times of the no doc loans and, and everything. And and you know, you may not have to go up to 30%, but I, you know, it'd be highly recommended, you know, to ha- have a nice nest egg to get started. But if you do have equity in a property you currently own, it, you may want to leverage that if you see a really, really, you know, um, great potential. But just to start off, I would definitely say start off with, your cash and your bank and that way if something you know happens or or you know a a downturn in the area actually happens you really are being conservative because you're you're you pretty much maybe lose your investment but not you know the current uh home that you're in so Mm -hmm. i i don't really uh recommend leveraging things until you have a few properties and normally what i recommend doing is leveraging the rental properties, uh, you know, on other rental properties versus your your um, you know y- your, your, primary. your primary
1: dwelling. Got it, got it. So help help our listeners to understand the role of like general contracting and having constructors, construction workers. Because I mean, you you also you and your family come, you come from a hard hardworking family, and you probably rolled <laughs> your sleeves up yourself for some of that stuff. But some folks don't have that skill set, or they don't know a good contractor, like. In terms of that phase of, let's say you save a little money, you get a, 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 a row home or a condo near uh, a, a train, a train station, or a train uh, tracks, right. and then how, what? How, what's the function or what's the what's the importance mm-hmm. of having access to contractors so, that could do the work?
0: Right, and see, be careful about using that term contractor mm-hmm. because when you're dealing with. A small level amount of properties. See, I'm a smaller guy. You know, maybe ten properties or something like that. You're dealing with, so you're really not going to have a management company. You're really going to be your own quote unquote GC. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is to ve- to develop a team, right? So primarily, what I always recommend is before you start investing money, have your team together. So what I recommend is don't call anybody in any yellow pages. You really have to walk the streets and walk the streets during the daytime mm-hmm. and see different tradesmen, right? If you see somebody, if you see a roofer and, and you notice that they did the roof quick and it looks good, get their number and then follow up with the person that they did the roof with and say, "Hey, how are these guys? Were they reasonable? Were uh, you know, were they on time? You know, mm-hmm. was it quality work? Have you worked with them before?" You really need to build your own team and become your own general contractor. So you should have the basics, right? Mm-hmm. You should have a roofer. You should have an electrician. Uh, you should also have a plumber. Those are, those are really the fundamentals. And of course, painting, but oftentimes when you're starting off yourself, those are things that you can do yourself. So I would build my own team and become my own general contractor. Not to say that I'm, you know, I'm swinging a hammer or running uh, wires or things to that effect, but I know people that do it and I know what retail value and I know what the cost value. And one of the things that I always tell people is oftentimes you have contractors um, that you're, you're scared to write them a big check. What I always did was I always bought the materials. So that's how I started off. Of course, you wow. give them a, a bit of a deposit, mm-hmm. but I buy my own materials and don't worry about what discount they have. So that way, you have an asset if they walk away from it, versus you writing a big check to a contractor and then you're trying to hunt them down. So that for for new people, that's what I always recommend: mm-hmm. buy your own materials, and that way you can start off, you know, with assets. And when I say assets, if you have to buy a hundred, hundred, uh, you know. Um, rows of, of sheetrock or two by fours and then the contractor never shows up, then you just go onto another contract. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Save your money and build your team and become your own general contract.
1: I, I, I love that insight, Levi. That's, that's, that, that to me, it, it seems really powerful um, and useful. But when you say walk the neighborhoods, you're talking about walk the neighborhoods of the place where you've bought the property that you want to rehabilitate. Like walk the you find a well not necessarily you don't have okay. to limit yourself okay you can walk in your
0: own neighborhood you can walk in any neighborhoods of course it would be good if you you did where you where you purchased it but you got to think about it you're not going to buy all your properties say in the same area mm-hmm. you're always gonna you're gonna be looking for the best deal you're not gonna be it to any particular area. You're wedded to the actual project. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ended up in Philadelphia because at one time Newark was, you know, well, it's back to that now, but you know, it was hard to purchase properties in that area. So I, I, I tried South. So mm-hmm. don't limit yourself to a neighborhood, limit yourself to the project.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's again, great, great. And you know, it's interesting when I think about it in the neighborhood I live in, Everybody in my neighborhood uh-huh. does that for their own properties, Levi. So like in literally the neighborhood that I live in, people will, if, if somebody is working on my house, they'll come over and like try to get a card from the person working on my house <laughs> and do some work in their house. Now, I don't know if any of them are necessarily like big time real estate developers, but you know, so, so, so that let's say again, someone's listening. They're, they're hearing like, okay, um, I, I'm, I to save my money. I'm going to take these steps. I'm going to walk the streets, find some contractors. Is is there a way for them to, you know, to is there is there an idea about like where they should start to look? You know what I mean. Like obviously, Philadelphia, I me mean, Philadelphia right now, Levi, as you probably know, like it's been gentrified out, right? It's been I mean, it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah it's 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 been I don't want to say it's been burnt out, but you know what I mean. Like the big developers I, I are totally here. I totally know
0: what you mean. Yeah, yeah the right.
1: New York developers yeah, are so, here. So.
0: Go across the bridge, right? I mean, if, mm-hmm. if you you're driving a vehicle, ride over to, to South Jersey to and camp. see if there's there's some projects out there that you could look at. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. But what you have to do is understand what you want to do. Let me start there. You know what your budget is, and I know this sounds very rudimentary and, and, and very simplistic, but what your budget is. Are you looking to purchase uh uh you know a hundred thousand dollar house? Uh, and and rent it out for $1,500 and have a cash flow of maybe $200 and build equity that way. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're looking, then you need to figure out. It, and with the internet, it's so much easier. And that's one of the reasons I became a referral agent, because all the information is out there. What I recommend is get your budget and find the, the properties in your budget. So once again, when we think of real estate, we think of what we see right around us, mm-hmm. but you know, ride across the bridge, try to find something, or go a little further out, maybe drive an hour out of the Philadelphia area and see what happens. You really got to be able to 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 wander a little bit and don't just stymie yourself to a particular area. Mm-hmm. But once again, the internet is very very informative, and you can build what you want at that given time. And 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 once again, we think of li- um, real estate local, but you got to you know. Expand your horizons. I'm not saying go somewhere and you know, hop on a plane or something like that. But if you really want to do this, don't limit yourself to what you already know. Expand your horizons.
1: Mm, mm, I love that. I love that your brother. We we gotta get ready to let you go here. But are are, okay. are are websites like Zillow, is that trustworthy? Or are you talking about some, you know, what kind of are there are there, are the sort of normal, traditional like real estate websites reliable enough for folks to start that process?
0: Yeah, and in every state, it has some states have multiples. They're called multiple listing services. Mm-hmm. There, there are two um, categories. You're either a member or you're not. But those are the the sites that I would look at, and that's what you know, realtors when they send you listings, that's where they go. I would look on, and you can look on it yourself. You may not get as much detail as you need until you uh, contact a realtor, but you can get the fundamentals of maybe price and taxes. You can do that. So they're the called and, and people refer to it as MLS. I'm mm-hmm. quite sure you've heard that. Mm-hmm. It's just multiple listing services of the area that you're interested in. But Zillow is not really that bad. It, it, it'll give you a great start. And it's so, so easy, especially when you're driving somewhere. It's just so easy to utilize that. Mm-hmm. And then when you want to deep dive, you can deep dive.
1: Levi Barnes, thank you so much for sharing so much of your wisdom and insights about this space with our audience. I'm telling you, brother, this this, this conversation comes up a lot. And I, I promise you, I'm gonna be back in your inbox, asking you to come back on and probably say some of the same things again for folks who missed today's show. But I appreciate your time this yeah, evening.
0: Yeah, no problem. I greatly appreciate it, and and thank you once again for your time. Maybe we can, we can broach that topic of abatements. I, I love that topic as
1: well. Let's. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna we. That's that, let's let, let's do that, brother. Next time we'll start there and we'll rehearse some of this okay. stuff, and we'll we'll keep you on a little bit longer <laughs> next time so we can take some questions okay all right all right appreciate your time jimmy and have a
0: great day and and happy uh black history happy black history month good
1: brother you've been listening to word radio on demand
0: listen live at 96.1 fm 900 a.m and online at (laughs) wordradio.com